Hello and welcome to the debrief for the 17th of September 2020 after Aberdeen's 2-0 victory in Stavanger against Viking FK where, well, we're through to the Europa League third uh, third qualifying round. Derek McInnes continues his record of having never failed to at least match his seeding. Now, I suppose, uh, we all wait for medical updates uh, from Sporting who, as we know, are undertaking... Um, well, have had quite a few positive COVID tests, so who knows how that might pan out. As Homer Simpson once said, default, the two greatest words in the English language. Uh, we'd certainly take a 3 0 next week, wouldn't we, Martin? Uh, but enough of the defaults, this is the debrief, so let's actually talk about how that went tonight. Um, first off, hey, we actually got something right when it came to the setup. We said on the podcast that we thought we'd match up to them, and that's exactly what we did. I was, yeah, it's, it's nice being right for a change. Um, <laughs> it doesn't happen often. It does, it's like five years have been, five years have been doing this, Richard, and I think we've been right enough two or three times, so it was good, yeah. Um, yeah, we did, we matched up, matched up to them. Um, I thought, you know, it was a re- that was a really open, I mean, particularly the first half was a really open game. Um, so, you know, God only knows what would have happened if we hadn't played that way. It could have been, you know, we could have been looking at a 6-5 or something. Really, two teams playing like, Played like they really, they really fancied getting a result. I think, um, you know, had that scare almost what thirty seconds in. Um, both teams all looked well. You know, a fair few really decent chances as well. Um, but I think, you know, I think we got, I think we got it right. I mean, you have to say you got it right when you win two 0 um, I thought, we, but I do think we played really well. A um, couple of, you know, a couple of wobbles here and there. But um, I think, you no. Know, again, you know, when credit's due, you have to give it to the manager. Yeah, um, and once again, obviously Ross McCurry displaying his versatility, playing it right back. I thought defensively, he did struggle. They found space in behind him quite a lot. They were on the front foot a lot. We knew they'd create chances. I, I assumed they'd score because that's kind of what they do. Uh, this is the first time for over a year that they failed to score at home. So uh, they created enough chances to score as well and some good opportunities. McCrory, though, at right back, obviously tasked with getting up on that right-hand side as often as he could, and he did that job very, very well. And, of course, when it came to the goal, it, it's a very fine strike from him, uh, absolutely. I was convinced it was going to be ruled out, though. I don't know what you thought. Um, yeah, I think I think Considine like, no, swung a leg or no, tried to make kind of mo- a, move, a movement towards the keeper and probably would have, um, would have been chopped off, but um, he, was, no, he, was, he was getting out of the way. Uh, so I think it was. I think it was absolutely. Obviously, I'm going to say it was absolutely the right decision, aren't I? Uh, but yeah, it was a really, it was a really good strike. Um, when I thought when I, when the goal came, I thought though they were they were maybe slightly on top of us as well. So um, absolutely brilliant time to get the goal as well. Just puts us puts us in the ascendancy as well. You know, you, you come in, we we'll come in at half time like that. Um, brilliant. Brilliant beat up one 0 um, especially away from home. Tricky team, and they, they were and they were capable. You know, I think uh, they weren't well, they weren't as good as I think we we thought they would be, uh, but they they were certainly a more than capable side. So um, I'm delighted to get that um, really really good goal at opener from from Ross McCurry. and yeah, him going forward uh, was 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 very good. You know, it's he's, he's, he does seem to be you know Mister Dependable Utility Man. Um, which you know, I don't think we'll see him playing that that kind of full back position very often. Um, I do think his best position is still be in the central centre midfield. But it just shows, and it's another string as bow. Um, it just shows what a, what an absolute bargain we've got in signing him. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll be making sure that we check the fine print of that deal to make sure it's absolutely watertight and yeah. uh, the buggers can't up the price because, uh, frankly, they're untrustworthy. Uh, anyway, uh, I thought, yeah, Viking probably weren't maybe at the level we quite expected. Defensively, they were really, really shaky. I thought up front they were fairly bright, fairly inventive, but I thought we got on top generally in the midfield uh, and we were definitely able to take advantage of a lot of shakiness at the back for them. Um, and it could have been perhaps easier still. If, if I mean, the best chance of that opening caught a spell, that opening half hour, was definitely Scott Wright, as at the weekend, clean through and unable to finish. If he's going to play in this sort of formation, if he's going to be one of a front three, his finishing absolutely has to be one of his key assets. Yeah, that's a, that is. A, I mean, that is a slight concern. You know, you're we have to you have to look for, you know, look at the for these things. That's you know, two misses in you know two games that were really really good chances that he needs to be putting away. You know, and I mean, you can't say it's a, you can't say it's a confidence thing because you know we've been told for the last couple of weeks how you know how him and Hedges are big pals and you know, everybody's having a great laugh and we're all having a wonderful time. Um, so it surely you can't be having confidence issues. It's just, it's just composure. But I think tonight you know, he really should have. You know, he just kept held on the ball too too long. He should have been looking at looking at the dispatch it a little bit earlier. Probably the same with um, same with on Sunday as well. So that that is a concern. Um, you know, you just kind of you know, these chances will come from if he's going to be playing in that formation. And I, I've no doubt that you know, you'll you'll dispatch one away fairly simply, and then probably in the next game probably. But um, as it stands, you know, that really was a bit, you know, a bit. It is a bit of a concern because, you know, we've been we've been winning games one nil, and really, um, apart from tonight, obviously. So it's it'd be good to be good to get you know a couple more goals. Yeah, again, we had the debate at the weekend about you know whether whether a, a isolated striker, even if it's someone who perhaps looks a bit more cumbersome, would be better than what we are seeing at the moment. And again, tonight I like the interplay particularly between Wright and Hedges. Again, they, they do have a good understanding. That bromance is definitely working for us. And I like a lot of what Marley Watkins brings, but I can't help but thinking a proper striker would have had an absolute field day against that defence today. Absolutely. I mean, look, you know, defensively, though, they, were, they weren't very good. You, know, you can understand why... They've had some issues defensively, I think we should yeah. say that. They've missed out some players, they've just sold their, their left-back, etc, etc. So it's maybe unfair to be going in two-footed on them. But yeah, I, I really think tonight was absolutely a case of if we'd had a, an out-and-out proper striker, we could have made life a lot, uh, bit easier for ourselves. Not to say that Tuna you know, away from home is to be sniffed at, obviously. No, no not at all. Like I say, just, no, d- defensively, no. I think defensively is obviously where they're weak. And, you know, we, we've... Everything we've read is that you know we need to go over there. We're going to have to score. You you, you said we you know you expected them to score as well, which I think was right to be honest, because you no, know, they've been knocking them in. Um, they spoke about one of their guys, is, one of their strikers has scored eight goals in six. So you're expecting there. You know some of their players are in a pretty good run of form. Uh, so, but it's defensively where where you know, they they really do struggle, um, and it showed because uh, that was you know, defensive wise they were they weren't anything special at all. And that was their keeper as well, let's be honest. I mean, he'd made a bit of a hash of a, a Ryan Hedges sort of cross-come short earlier on, which Johnny Hayes wasn't able to put away. Uh, and it, as much as it is a good delivery from Hedges from the corner, he, there's no way he should be letting that in. Uh, no, there isn't. Um, you know, I mean, um, you should, keepers really shouldn't be getting beat like that. I mean, I know that it was it was probably it landed in the only place where he wasn't going to be able to catch it, but 
Um, I don't know if you have somebody on the post, maybe somebody gets that. You know, it's 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 either the keeper keeper made a mess of it or he didn't organise his defence properly. It's one of the two. So it's all down on the down at the keeper. I mean, um, it, yeah. It, Sorry, it's a stretch to say that Ted just meant that, but he, it's good to see him continuing to play with confidence. I think he's very much a confidence player. I thought there were too many games last year where you know things weren't going his way and he dropped out. So it's good to see him trying things, the little flicks, the little efforts. As I say, it's probably a stretch to say he meant that, but uh, I wouldn't put it past him. Probably not. No, like I say, if you put the put the balls in like that that are going to are going to trouble the keeper, you know, because. No, the keeper would have had, had should have came for, should have tried to you know, be in position and come for that. You no, know, and if, if the keeper's not you no, know, what's the word commanding his box properly, commanding his line properly, then you're you're susceptible to things like that. Now, I would be surprised if you know, if the, the goalkeeping coaches had watched him and, and, and said that he was susceptible to this. Um, you know, I'm sure we'll find out if he's conceded directly from a corner before, uh, but. It's something that he's, they've obviously identified that there's a weakness in the, in that keeper, um, and I'm not suggesting that. No, like I said, I don't believe that he meant it, but um, he's de- he was definitely he's definitely weak. He was weak on cross balls anyway, and so they, they he, it's found out to be true. We didn't have it entirely our own way, and I, I didn't think any of us expected that. I think we all kind of thought fifty fifty. I kind of thought they might be a bit of a hibs, you know, good on the front foot, not quite so good at the back. They have a, they seemed on the evidence of tonight to be a little little bit below that level. But once again, you know, I saying this obviously almost guarantees that Albion Rovers or somebody will knock us out of the, the Scottish Cup this year. But the ability of Derek McInnes to, to generally be able to get past these games, both domestically and in, uh, in Europe, is actually quite impressive it shouldn't be impressive it should be routine for us but you know we have been scarred so often and he's had he has had some horror shows and in games against Motherwell for example in the cup and we shouldn't ever forget those but um yeah the ability to actually at least get past what was a on paper a very awkward game tonight and things could absolutely have turned differently if if they scored in the first minute if my auntie had balls etc but yeah, again, a very solid, very trademark Derek McInnes away performance in Europe. Clean sheet, make sure you you don't give anything away too easily. Try and get something from a set piece, which essentially is what happened from both for both goals. So a really positive night's work. Uh, the playoff round draw is tomorrow. Uh, us and Sporting will be seeded for that draw. We'll get the um, final list of the the seeded potential opponents uh, in the next uh, 15, 20 minutes and get that out to you. Obviously, who knows what sort of sporting team we might be facing next week, but uh, maybe by the time we do the the podcast next uh, Monday, we'll we'll have an idea of what we're about to face. But the news tonight is Aberdeen will move on, having beaten Viking 2-0 in Norway and will face sporting in Lisbon next week and as Martin you've rightly just said on Twitter it's just an absolute tragedy that we can't go it's uh, possibly my favourite European city not because it's got the highlight sites or anything but it's a magnificent place to go eating and drinking and frankly when you're on a European tour that's the sort of things you're after yeah, absolutely, is Richard. I've never, I've never been to Lisbon before, um, so it's a real, a real um, annoyance. Um, so I'll have to settle for it. Maybe some other time. Yes, uh, maybe in um, the group stages, Martin. Who knows? Uh, maybe we'll get Benfica in the group stages. So uh, let's 
we can continue to dream about that because tonight, 2-0 win, Norway, good solid display. Move on to Saturday when we try and make it seven wins on the bounce. Who would have thought that after the opening day? Uh, From us tonight, good night and come on you Reds.